Pursuit of victory, pursuit of victory, pursuit of victory. Life ain't no mystery. Read up on history, taking all these concepts. Don't take it out of context, but pursuit of victory. Yeah. Welcome guys to another episode of the POV Podcast. I'm your host, Victory Waroe. Thank you for uh, tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get into it, make sure that you subscribe to the channel, press the bell to get uh, notifications when I do post new episodes. Make sure you leave a like if you like it uh, and uh, leave a comment as far as future topics you want to discuss and just in general how you feel. And uh, lastly, Make sure you share if you do mess with the video. With that being said, let's get into it. The quote of the day today is going to be, A mind is like a parachute. Uh, hold on, guys. So yeah, the quote of the day is, today is going to be, A mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it is not open by Frank Zappa. And the book recommendation today is going to be, From Babylon to Timbuktu. A History of Ancient Black Races, including the Black Hebrews by Rudolf R. Windsor. It's a really great book, has a lot of info, has a lot of knowledge, and I think it's something that you can take in and, you know, it can help you in your everyday life. So that being said, go check out the book and really just keep reading. So the first topic that I want to talk about is words and the power behind words. Uh, so what I mean by that is really being careful the words that you use uh the words that you say to yourself the words that you say uh, to other people uh because those things manifest and depending on your intention if you use words that have high a high vibration then you're gonna see a lot of stuff come into your life that you know you didn't really really think about but you had intention at the end of the day so like with me what i found is that I told you guys that I work in the healthcare field and I work with a lot of Alzheimer's and dementia patients and something that I've done for a while now, this is not my first time, but playing a lot of word games with them because um, I want to keep their brain functioning and them using as much of their brain as they can or what's left of it. So, um, and I found that they're really like productive one, once we do something like that, like because then after that we'll go play checkers which is something I just started and I'm going to be doing more often. But these things have also helped me because whenever we do word games, I try to use like words that, you know what I mean? Words that are positive and words that have meaning. Like I'll write a word like rich, powerful, uh, victorious. Um, and it's just one of those things where like I'm putting um, positive messages into their subconscious and in... And externally, those things are going to become alive and or that's what they're going to think of themselves. And as far as me, I'm doing that with myself too. So I found the more you understand the power of words, you can put all this stuff into your subconscious and it's going to manifest into your reality. And it really is true. And I know it's going to sound corny, but like I told you, the corny, the corny shit, to be honest, be the most truthful shit at the end of the day. So words are important and you have to be careful how to use them. And I'm going to give you guys some tips. So, for example, we all have an account that we have to log into. and um, Or if you want to even think about it, like your laptop, 
you have a password that you have to put to log into your laptop. So why not intentionally come up with a password that actually means something to you or something that you want to manifest? And if you think about it, you're typing in that password all the time to log into your laptop. So at the end of the day, when you're typing it as well, that's going into your subconscious mind because that's something you do every day. So thinking about things that you do every day and something intentionally that you can put that you're doing every day so it's going into your subconscious mind. So at the end of the day, when you're typing victorious at the end of the day, when you're thinking victoriously, when you're meditating about victorious, what are you going to do? You're going to be victorious, you know? Um, so things like that. Or even like recently, I, I made, um, I've been playing a lot of like checkers and soon I want to get into chess. But um, my username, uh, I, end up, I ended up calling it victory because I'm like, yo, like, I want, you know what I mean, to be victorious in everything that I do. And that's not the only thing, but like having other words just keeping in mind of using high vibrational words in whatever you do even when you have a team going you guys are playing soccer calling yourself like i don't know uh the <laughs> the powerful 86 or something like that you know what i mean so just using intention in, in your everyday word usage because it is really important and i even want to take it a step back further but my name used to be artistic warui if you for all you guys know because of my artwork but I switched it to Victory Orui because that name just didn't fit me anymore. And that was intentional because, you know what I mean? Artist, the biggest thing is what you name yourself. What you name a lot of, what you name yourself a lot of the times, a lot of stuff is going to become true. So I've never understood artists who call themselves little. Why would you call your little, yourself little? Although you guys have gone big, like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say any names, but like, why wouldn't you call yourself big? You know what I'm saying? Like, it might come off maybe not the most entertaining, but obviously make it have um, like style and everything, but call yourself, what I'm just trying to pretty much say is use words that speak highly of yourself. That's really important and a lot of people don't get that. And I want to even take a step back further. Um, there's a client that I was working with at this hospital one time and he asked me, what's your name? And I told him my name was Victor. And he goes, do you know what your name means? And I was like, no, like, I'm just like, it's, it's Victor, like, what does it mean? And uh, he goes, uh, Victor is a winner. And then it made me even go search it up. And if you search up Victor, it's uh, one who defeats his enemy uh, or opponent. Uh, so that's what makes you a winner. So that kind of tripped me out because I was already calling myself Victor, you are. And then this man just told me that Victor means winner. You know what I'm saying? So... That's why I'm saying it's really important to know that words have a lot of meaning as far as what you what you say. And even like a lot of like African names or different cultures, not just African, but they really stress on this thing of uh, when you name your child a certain name, that name isn't just a name of something, like it actually has a meaning. And that's what I would recommend even for people when you're giving your when you're giving your children a name, give them a name that actually has a meaning and not just give them a European name. Because a lot of us do that, no matter what culture we come from, everybody names their kid a European name. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, even my name is Victor at the end of the day, like, it has meaning. But, like, why didn't I get an African name? It's, it's only my last name, Waterway. Like, you know what I mean? That's a African name. But my first name is European, you know what I mean? But that's subject for another day. Uh, so that's just one way to look at it. And... That's what I would just say. Make sure you use the words that come out of your mouth very wisely because it is important. And that's it.
The next topic we're going to talk about is the older generation and the younger generation and the divide that we have in between. So respect goes both ways, I think, in any relation you have, whether it's your parents, uncles, aunts, elders, sister, teacher, uh, co-workers. And I think that a lot of people get it twisted and with the older generation specifically, uh, specifically, they do not give respect back to the younger generation. Um, I don't really see it going like that. Like you'll make valuable points and they don't take seriously what you're saying or they'll laugh it off. Um, but then they expect you to take what they're saying seriously or you'd actually listen to them. But it's like, you can't expect the, the younger generation to listen to the older generation if the older generation never listens to what we have to say. That's number one, respect. Number two is a lot of the older generation does not put, our, put themselves in our shoes. They're thinking um, in the minds of a 40-year-old instead of being like, hey, let me put myself in Victor's shoes because, hey, I was 25 once. So you don't have that really re relatability factor of like, like really you're acting like you never made mistakes. Everything that you did was perfect. Everything that you did was going as far as the right path. No, you made mistakes. And I know a lot of the older generation doesn't like to admit uh, about the mistakes that they made. Oftentimes, they wait until it's too late to talk about the mistakes that they made instead of sharing that stuff um, early at hand. And the one thing I do want to give to the older generation is I appreciate you guys sometimes because like you guys have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot of advice that you can give us to um, help us not make the same mistakes. But you get caught up so much in that that you don't see where we're coming from. And I feel like that's where you lose a lot of us. And number three is that your approach matters. Like I said about the clients, a lot of them are older. My approach when I come to them, like I can't talk to them like I'm talking to someone my age. I have to come with them at a different approach level. And a lot of you guys, I think, the reason why people don't pay attention to the, what the older generation has to say is your message, you don't come in an approachable way where you, you can make someone like understand what you're saying you just want to make it the same i'm older listen to what i'm saying because a lot of you guys your approach is it's either my way or the highway and to be honest that's only going to work so much you're not going to get certain people if that's your uh, approach all the time you know and uh let's see what else okay another thing that i wanted to talk about is that in the younger generation, because you guys critique us a lot, a lot of the times what I will say is, a lot of the older generation does not take accountability in the sense that what the youth is or isn't lacking is reflected on what you did or did not teach. And a lot of you don't want to talk about that. There's a lot of stuff you did not teach, you have not talked to the younger generation, and then you get mad at them when they don't know some of the stuff, when they're not going in the direction, when they're not doing certain stuff, but you didn't teach us this stuff, you know what I'm saying? So that's another aspect. And as far as one, the last thing I want to say is that with the older generation, I just feel like there's this thing, and I've seen it firsthand, where like you guys make mistakes and we're supposed to just act like it didn't happen. When we bring it up, you guys don't want to talk about it, you want to put it under the rug. But a lot of you guys don't have to take accountability, and it's just the fact that whether you're a parent, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an uncle, whether you're an aunt, whether you're an elder, you don't have to take accountability, like, you know what I mean? And a lot of you guys are not used to being checked. And then when somebody checks you, the first thing they want to say is you're being disrespectful. But how am I being disrespectful if I'm making valuable points as far as 
your mistakes or what you did wrong, you know? So that's just one thing I've never understood. And I think this is why a lot of the younger generation, I mean, even with me, sometimes I don't even, I don't want to talk to the older generation because I'm just like, you guys never want to hear what I have to say, but you want to hear, but you want me to hear what you have to say. And like I said, it goes back to respect. You have to respect me and I have to respect you. But most of the time, it's just like, you're going to respect me, but I don't have to respect you. So that's just what I want to say. I hope you can take something from it. And I hope you actually listen to what I have to say because I think I did. If you listen to what I said, I made some points, you know, some valuable points. The last thing that I want to talk about is nobody wants the truth, uh, wants to hear the truth. And what I mean by that is I see a lot of people on social media or people just in general always saying like, yo, keep it real, bro. Like, keep it 100, bro. Like, tell the truth, whatever. So the, the thing is, I think a lot of people what they mean to say is you guys want to hear the truth, but you want a watered down version of the truth. And to be honest, when you tell the truth like it is, a lot of people get mad at you. Like a lot of people I know, they just get mad at you for telling the truth and saying things how they are, you know, uh, from diff all different types of subjects. But it's just like I said, a lot of you guys don't want to hear the truth. You're, you, what you really want to do is just comfort yourself in lies because lies are told every day, they're repeated, and so you get comfortable with it. So when somebody comes along and they actually want to tell the truth and say how it is, you guys get offended. But it's like, if I don't tell the truth, or if this person doesn't tell the truth, or they don't articulate things in the best way and just say like how it is, who else is going to do it? That's my question. Who else is going to tell the truth if if we don't tell the truth? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we can't comfort, self, comfort ourselves in lies forever. And um, another thing that I wanted to say, uh, going back to watering down the truth, is that I'll, you can say the truth in a respectful way and you're still going to come off offensive. People at the end of the day, in this day and age, you can say all the right things, you can make valuable points, and people are still going to get offended. Why? Because they don't want to hear the truth. I really think that's what it is. I mean, even in as far as topics like race, racism, uh, which is a subject that I talk a lot with my friends about, because we have to talk about it at the end of the day, because we can't act like it doesn't exist. A lot of people don't want to hear this shit, but it's like, it's going on. Like with black people, when we speak our truth, people get mad at it, but it's like, what are we supposed to do? We wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about this. We, we would stop talking about this if it had stopped a while ago, but it doesn't. It still proceeds to continue. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, who else is going to tell the truth as far as what black people are going through but us? You know what I mean? You have other people who are going to participate and talk about it. But even then, some, sometimes they try to water it down or they try to say it in a certain way where they're not going to offend people. But like I said, you can still say the truth and say it in a respectful way and people are still going to take it offensively. So um, the last thing that I was going to say as far as truth is, I feel like a lot of you want the truth, but you can't handle the truth. That's what it just comes down to if... Do you really want the truth or do you want a watered down version of the truth? Because when you get the watered down version of the truth, it's just not the same. There's just, um, I, I think as far as the truth, it's just, truth is supposed to make you uncomfortable because it's never been stated before. It has been stated, but people don't have a familiarity to it, you know? So that's it. I hope you can really take a, um, something as far as what I said about the three subjects. Um, 
and just be open-minded listen to what i have to say um have these discussions with your friends see how it plays out um but that's all i wanted to say victory while we piecing out check out future episodes and peace First off, I think that art is not really appreciated the way it should be because art runs the world um, and it's the one thing where like it inspires people, it gives people perspectives and it's always informative as far as it could teach you something at the end of the day. It could give you a perspective you never looked at um, and the one thing it causes interactions to happen because these two people might disagree with each other but oh, you like that movie too? And, you know, the conversation sparks from there. And people connect through art too. So it's one of those things, a lot of people take art for granted, but I couldn't imagine what a world without art would be like. Music, stand-up comedy, because that's the thing is, art comes in so many forms. People just, I think, when they think of art, they think about, like, art like this.